Greetings from Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am Hammond Chamberlain, y'all. Yeehaw. And uh, this is our... I feel like I Hammond. <laughs> awesome. Well, if that doesn't give you enough of a hint, uh, this is our, our, our contractually obligated country episode of Soundography every season. Uh, and this episode is about the singer Shania Twain. Which, by the way, I feel like I have seen a lot of things in the news about her lately. And I feel like it's some kind of weird synchronicity that we're covering here now. Because she's yeah. p- cropped up in pop culture a lot in the last few weeks. She she has. And there's a combination of things. She's got a brand new album that's about to come out. So she's doing the whole, like, hey, press and, and let's get some attention kind of thing. Um, as well as recent health issues that we'll, we'll talk about. But she she is having a resurgence yeah. and it's perfect timing for us to do this. We obviously we set this schedule months ago, so we had no idea that she more was, than six months ago. Yeah. So we had no idea that she was going to be having this moment or even that she was going to be releasing a new album. Yeah. So it kind of worked out really, really well. And I will say this, I dreaded this week and I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected I would. You know what? Thunder Stealer. I, I feel like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I too was a little bit worried going to this week, but then I started yeah. really, when, when we talked last week and I said that it's basically the same path that uh, Taylor Swift has taken. Yeah. I kind of lightened up a little bit and yeah. changed my expectations. And I actually really enjoyed this week. I, I got to tell you, I was not, I, I, it wasn't fingernails on a chalkboard. I wasn't beating no. my head against a desk. I wasn't yeah. skipping through songs after a minute. I I had a good time. Yep. Yeah. If if I did any skipping through songs, it was only because I, I spent too much time listening to the song before to like, because I was kind of getting into it. It's like, oh yeah, I can't keep doing that for every song or else this thing is going to take me a month to get through. So yeah. cool. Well, let's uh, let's get to it then, shall we? Shania was born Eileen Regina Shania Twain in August 1965 in Canada. She's registered at having 50% Native American blood. When she was 13, she was invited to perform on the CBC's Tommy Hunter show. And in high school, she was a singer for a local band called Longshot. I bet money they covered Coverboy, or they they covered Loverboy. They lovered, they yeah. lovered Coverboy. Cover, yeah. Well, that's my old joke. I want to start a band and call it Coverboy and do uh, <laughs> just nothing but Loverboy yeah, covers. Yeah, it's a tribute band. Coverboy, uh, it's perfect. Yeah. God, I love it. Yeah, but uh, no, I bet you they covered a ton of Loverboy. Maybe even some Rush. Totally. Totally. Longshot does not sound like it would be a country no. high school band. It sounds like it would be a rock. You know, we want to be rockers. Yep. In 1991, she was offered a contract in Nashville and she applied for immigration status. She graduated from high school in 1983. Longshot broke up Aww. and she was offered another gig singing for a band called Flirt. What does the band Flirt cover? Uh, the Bengals. Go, go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess. Uh, oh, those are both really good guesses. Uh, maybe, maybe yeah, some old Pat Benatar. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, that's good. Maybe uh, RuPaul. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Mickey. You know, oh, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Basil. Yeah, Tony yeah. Basil. Yeah, that's what they cover. Sure. Yeah, perfect. By the way, we need to add Tony Basil to our list. I think that'll that'll take us what three albums to to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
so uh, flirt. And then she also started working with a singing coach at that time. In 1984, she was enlisted as a backup singer for Tim Dennis. Mary Bailey said that Shania's voice reminded her of Tanya Tucker's. That's hugely uh, 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 complimentary. In 1987, her mother and stepfather died in a car accident. She moved back home to take care of her siblings. She earned money by performing at a nearby resort. In 1993, she put together a demo tape of her songs and a showcase was set up. Shortly after that, she signed with Mercury Nashville Records. And it was at this point that she started going by the name Shania. That's good, too, because Eileen Twain. It <laughs> doesn't sound, sounds like you're like Elmer Fudd. In 1993, she released her first album, the self-titled Shania Twain. This was a worldwide commercial failure when it was first released. But in the wake of her next three albums, it led it to being certified platinum in 1999. People going back and rediscovering it. What made you say that? Dance with the one that brought you and you lay a whole lot of love on me were released as singles and also had videos made. When I'm sitting alone at a table for two Cause he's already out on the phone I think about something that my mama used to say to me You gotta dance with the one that brought you And stay with the one that wants you The one who's gonna love you I'm gonna say something right now, too, that I discovered this week, especially with those early albums. I have figured out the secret to writing a country song. Really? I'm, I'm gonna, yes, this is like a tried-and-true formula. You can, you can write this down and make a million dollars as the next big country artist. And here's how you do it. Three simple steps. I don't even know if they're three simple. I should have written them down to be three simple steps. But uh, number one, you figure out a current phrase in the vernacular. So like a either an idiom or a, a, um, a parable or just something that people say, especially these days, you figure out something that's current and, and, uh, and memorable. Two, you make that the chorus. If it's a fast song, you make it the title of the song, but you also may put in the chorus. If it's a fast song, you put that phrase at the beginning of the line of the of the chorus, maybe in the beginning of each line. But if it's a slow song like a ballad, you put it at the end of the chorus just once. Okay. And then you you build a song around it. That's step three is just build a song okay. around it. So but once you have your chorus, so yeah, give me a give me a phrase. Okay. So oddly enough, I'm gonna tell you a story instead of give you a phrase. Okay. When I was in college, I found a book called How to Speak Southernese. <clears throat> okay. And it has all these phrases that you hear a lot when you're in the South. Uh I declare yeah. it's just Southern for I don't give a sh uh, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. But one of the ones that I saw was over hell and half of Georgia. And you use it in the phrase, I looked for you over hell and half of Georgia. Hell meaning and I, half of Georgia. Okay. Meaning I looked all, right. all over for you. Yeah. Well, sense. in college, I wrote a country song called Over Hell and Half of Georgia. <laughs> all right. Was it a fast song or a yes, slow song? It is a fast song. All right. And so did you begin the chorus with Over Hell and Half of Georgia? It says, I looked for you over hell and half of Georgia when I discovered your luggage was gone. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All the song, all the lyrics. It's uh -huh. it's great. And it's on a CD <laughs> out there. So, Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. All yeah, right, I'll, I'll probably throw a sample in right about here. Well, I didn't tell them you had taken the road. I looked for you over hell and half of Georgia. I searched the spas and boutiques for some clues. I asked your shrink and 
But yeah, so the singer uh, and co-writer on it, he wrote the music, was Dave Heslington. And uh-huh. I wrote the lyrics. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> See, there you go. There's, there's a, you've just uh, proven, proven the point. Proven my theory. Yep. I, I actually, when I was listening to this, because I was in the car and I was driving back from, probably driving for Lyft. Okay, I got you I a phrase. Home. You ready? Write, right, me a, yep. write me a country song around the phrase, beat me up, Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. All right. Perfect. All right. So first off, you get your fast song version, right? Uh, beam me up, Scotty. I've had enough of this. Beam me up. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see you know, beam me up, Scotty. I've had enough of this. Didn't want to see my boyfriend on the dance floor with a kiss. <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. You're not getting out of here. Something like that, right? All right. And if or, it were Reba McIntyre, if it were McIntyre, it'd be... Blah, 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 blah. Beam me up, Scotty. Music stops, and then she jumps right. into the... Right, then you'd have the pause. Yeah. All right, now, if it's a slow song, then it's, uh, uh, I didn't want to see... I'll, I'll try not to do this in the Southern voice, but I uh, didn't want to see her out with another man, and blah, 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 and then she totally got naughty. I've had enough of this. Now, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? See? Look, look for that on this. Country hits the Star Trek world. <laughs> Coming soon from KTEL. That's, that is how you do it. Yep. That is like, yeah. <laughs> Boil down to a formula. Slow song, it goes, it's the last word of the chorus. Oh my gosh. The one I, the one I played with in the car was uh, YOLO, You Only Live Once. Oh, and see, and, that uh, sounds like something Toby Keith would write. That absolutely sounds like it it'd be does. on the same album. Oh, It'd be on sure. Red Solo Cup. Yes, yes. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Like, Yep. Can we, can we, well, I, you know, I was going to say, can we make a deal that we're never going to do Toby Keith? But, we already um, done Toby Keith. <laughs> did we really? Yeah, have yeah. I blacked it? Yeah, you, you, I have. you blacked That's it right, out. Completely, we did do it. I completely blacked it out of my yep. head. Good. Yep. You <laughs> know what the great news, the best part of that is we never have to do them again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's still a Kenny Chesney in our future. Oh. It's like the or Brad low Paisley rent, or Brad low Paisley, rent Toby Keith, right? Paisley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to uh, back to Shania Twain's first album. This album contains songs by other artists: Joe Diffie, Donna Mead, Con Hunley, Tom Jones, and Amy Williams. So, in her book, she talked about how she really disliked this album. She said that she had very, very little control over it. It was only able to showcase her writing on one song. And I mean, oh, really? it's it's noticeable because there's a ton of other writers yeah, on there. other artists. Yeah, right, other but writers, yeah. at the same time, I think the fact that she was eager to show her writing skills says there's more to Shania Twain than just you know MTV fodder for videos and right. you know and you know flashy voices. So I mean, mm-hmm. good for her. That is, yeah, that's that actually does say a lot about who she is an art, as an artist as opposed to, you know what, I'm so glad that album made me some money, yeehaw, as opposed to, yeah, I really, really wish it would have shown more of who I am as yeah. a performer, mm-hmm. as a yep. writer. So I like seeing that. Also, this came up as a trivia question once and we backed our way into it, but you know how Taylor Swift fans are Swifties and Lady Gaga fans are Little Monsters and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like the the little group of people who likes a, an artist. Do you know what the group of fans for Joe Diffie calls themselves? I'm going to call them the, the Differs. Uh, even better, the Diffie cult. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Is that great? 
Isn't that both great and horrible at uh, yeah, the same it's time? Cl- it's clever as hell, but man, it makes my head hurt. <laughs> we actually, we actually, well, I should say we, my uncle actually got that just on a pure guess uh, on trivia and, and uh, ended up winning for the team. So it was great. Anyway. The Diffie Cult. The Diffie Cult. Yes. Uh, all right. So Shania Twain's first album sold better in Europe. Uh, Mutt Lange, or is it Lang or Lang? It's Mutt Lang. Lang. Okay. I mean, the dude's been around forever. He offered to produce her next album, and the two of them were married in 1993, December 1993. That next album was 1995's The Woman in Me. This went on to sell 4 million copies and would eventually be certified 12 times platinum. All right. So we had a, the, we've had the conversation about yeah. albums everyone owned. Now, I can yeah. say with, with, complete assurity, I never owned this album, but I know right. 25 people who did. Yeah, I do too. And most of them are, are uh, mothers of people I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this came out Guaranteed when I was- Tina's mom owns that album. Uh, this, let's see, I had just graduated from college when this came out, and I can tell you that I, I could not get into a car and yeah. not hear this on cassette or CD with right. anybody I rode with. Yeah, and it's, I could not have, I would not have been able to tell you any of the songs from the album, but I could easily describe the cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because everyone owned it. You're yep. absolutely correct about that. As of now, this album has sold over 20 million copies. It's ranked number eight on the list of 40 greatest albums in country music. Eight singles were released. Whose beds, uh, whose bed have your boots been under? Any man of mine, if you're not in it for love, I'm out of here and you win my love. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry about no, that. No, that's all right. No, I was like, you mend my love. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know that. All right, write a song around that one, Brian. <laughs> In 2007, the album was certified back. In 1997, they released the, she released the album, Come On Over. This was the other big album. Like, this is the one that, that I think if you owned one, you own this one as well. Because uh, she looks like she's both looking at you with, uh, with uh, flirtatiousness, to capitalize on the flirt band she was in, and also a little bit of disgust. Yeah. It's, it's like, the, why yeah. are you looking at me? But you're cute. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you really, you're, I'm kind of out of your league, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You're punching above your weight class, even buying the album. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you better be buying this for the music, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this album is listed on, in the Guinness Book of World Records as being the best selling album by a solo female artist. It's also listed as the best selling artist in the USA by a solo, I'm sorry. It's also listed as the best-selling album in the USA by a solo female artist. Okay, so let's let's think about that for a minute and just unpack just sure. how huge of a, of a statement those two are. Sure. I mean, we've got Madonna. We have yep. Britney Spears. We've got- Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. We've got- Adele. Yes. Uh, yeah. When you Look start all thinking, those solo female artists. Like yeah. It's, yeah. Even Gloria Stefan back in the heyday. Or Cher or Dolly yeah. Parton mm-hmm. or- yeah, I mean, there's so many, so many solo female artists. You think, all right, well, she's got to have the number one album. Or she's yeah. got to have the number one. So album. when nope. we when we unpack that, that is a huge, huge feat. 
And it's super impressive. I mean, you can't take, you can't take that away from anybody when they achieve that level of success. Totally. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's massive. It's really, I'm glad you had a stop on that because that's a really good, I would have glossed right past that, but that is when you think of all the competition for that, that's a very surprising, uh, surprising success. Uh, this album debuted at number one. 10 of the 16 tracks hit the top 20, including three number ones. And again, you know, Taylor Swift just did this with Midnight's, but that's because everybody streams the album and now streams are counted as for the Billboard mm-hmm. counts. Yep. This was a time when when that was not counted. So these had to be, you know, either purchased as singles or, or played as singles or whatever. So that's huge. Yeah. And and again, when when we mentioned this last week, when we were getting ready to record this one, that the the idea of avoiding hits as far as singles, as far yeah. as our playlists go, it's out the window. When more it than fifty percent yeah. of the albums released as a as singles, it's kind of hard to not pick singles. It really is, yeah. And I did, you know, I I'll admit it. I do like Man, I feel like a woman. I do like the title track. I yeah. like um, a lot of the stuff that's been released as singles. I did try to stay away from them, but I'm I mean, sure one of the things any, I've any man of mine is great. I mean, she's got great yeah. songs, and you can't. She does. Yeah, you can't deny that kind of stuff. Yep, yep. She's got a knack for writing those. Uh, Twelve of those songs uh, of the 16 tracks were released as singles. Uh, when was the? Oh, when was the only single that did uh, did did not get a release in the U.S. So, is that right? I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, feel like a woman was one of those songs that when you walked into every grocery store, yeah. every fast food restaurant, got in any car, turned on any radio station. Completely, yeah, totally. That song was everywhere. Advertisements, TV shows were licensing yeah. it. I want to say Revlon used it for their ads. Yeah. This was yep. a song that was, I mean, you think of things that are ubiquitous, and there are certain songs that kind of fall into that. In 1997, right. 98, uh, Feel Like a Woman was not, you couldn't avoid it. It was just in the air, and yeah. you just walk through it like fog. That and uh, that don't impress me much. Yeah, uh-huh. That one was also huge for that. Yeah. And You're Still the One, which, uh, you know, as far as Torch songs go, is pretty, pretty good. Yep. We're still together, still going strong. Still, you're still the one I run to, the one that I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. Pretty good. All right, so this album was uh, nominated for six Grammys. In 2000, a Christmas album was scheduled, but it never got released. In 2001, the complete Limelight sessions were released. This was 16 tracks that were recorded in the late 80s before she was signed. In 2002, she released the album Up. Not just one, not two, but three versions of this album were released, which I think is, this this is pretty dang clever. So there was a red version, which was the pop versions of all the songs, a green version, which were the country versions of all the songs, and then what kind of comes across as Bollywood style? It's called world music or international yeah. versions, but, mm-hmm. but come on, it's, it's international only in the, in the, uh, <laughs> if you're really thinking India, yeah. it's the yeah. only place in the, yeah. in the uh, other nations that you could call international. And that disc was blue. That was blue. I'm not sure about the coloring. I would have made the red for pop. Sure. That makes sense. Maybe even pink, like pop, bubblegum pop. Uh, country should have been brown. Uh, maybe even with a wood panel. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's the color of truck tires. Exactly. And then the Bollywood should be gold, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Or some bright, bright color. Uh, Unless it was a bright blue. It could have been really bright blue. I mean, it could have been. Yeah. This was the first album where I was like, all right, I'm actually really, really enjoying this. The red version. I, I listened to the country. I uh, listened to actually the first few songs of the international. I'm like, these songs work really well yeah. as, uh, as, as Bollywood style. I'm really kind of surprised. Uh, so this was like, they could the first have been used in the soundtrack for the Eternals. <laughs> they could, or RRR. Yeah. For that matter. Yeah. Uh, the album contained eight singles. They also debuted at number one. It was certified 11 times platinum. Only 11 times platinum? That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, boy. That's only 11 times platinum. Yeah, after getting the Guinness Book of World Records, you really let things down. John. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Around this time, she also performed as the halftime entertainment at Super Bowl 37. XXXVII. (laughs) 2004 saw a release of a greatest hits album. There was a new duet called Party of Two. In the country version, she sang with Billy Currington. No, not Billy Corgan. And uh, Mark McGrath from uh, I Just Want to Fly, Sugar Ray, in the pop version. In 2005, she did a song called Shoes for the soundtrack to the TV show Desperate Housewives. She performed with Anne Murray for a a duet (laughs) to pay off a debt of You Needed Me. And in 2010, she divorced Mutt. Kick that Mutt to the curb. That's right. I know I've seen pictures of Mutt Lang, but I, I just always visualize like shaggy hair. I, I think I think a, a, a humanized, anthropomorphized version, AI art drawn version of deputy of a uh, uh, deputy dog. De- deputy dog. <laughs> That's what I picture as well. No, he's kind of like you know clean cut. Per, super permed hair. Yeah. Oh my God, does no. he over perm yeah. his yeah. hair? But it, it it's funny because just without looking at pictures, yeah. I see AI oh, yeah. versions of like Droopy or yeah. Deputy Dog or something like that. Right. Yeah. Who's the, uh, there was another dog that, uh, shoot, that I'm trying to visualize. I want to say his name was like a fruit or a uh, orange. Let's see. Tomato the dog. Yeah, no. He talked like this, you know, like yeah, uh that is Droopy. Ah, not Droopy. Look I, mean, him I up. know Droopy. No, yeah. no, Droopy's like a uh like a jowly uh But that's what he talked like, isn't it? Huckleberry Hound. Huckleberry is Hound, of. okay. Huckleberry Hound, like okay. little yeah, little little hat on him. That's that's Huck. a fruit, see? Huckleberry. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The trivia mind works in weird ways. It really does. Isn't there a name of a dog that's got a fruit in it from Warner Brothers? It's like a huckle hound. Right, exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of the fact that I... Yeah, good for the, you. Even go- though I didn't remember Huckleberry, I remembered it was a fruit. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, he plays cards with Doc Holliday. That's right. Yeah, right, exactly. Dog Holiday. Dog Holiday. In- Very good. In 2011, she released the single Today Is Your Day. It was her first release in six years. Can the 
get to the top of the hill Part of the fun is the climb You just gotta make up your mind That today is your day And nothing can stand in your way Today she also released her autobiography, which was called From This Moment On. And I got to be honest with you, I think I might want to buy it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, please, let me know. No, yeah, once you read it, let me know. We're going on yeah. a cruise in March, and I'm looking for things to read. Oh. And I think this might be on my list. I, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm curious. Well, think of how prepared you're going to be if there's a Shania Twain trivia contest uh, in, the, yes, uh, yeah, in, in the lounge. Yeah, in the poop deck. In the poop deck. Uh, let's see. She also released, or she also appeared on Michael Bublé's 2011 Christmas album. Yeah, she sang White Christmas on that. And I got to tell you, uh, Stacey's a huge fan of Bublé. She's seen him in concert like three or four times. And uh, having him tap you to sing on his stuff is kind of like the gold badge of certification that you're oh, no joke. Oh, for sure. So... Yeah. Uh, God bless Michael Buble and putting the sword to her shoulder and knighting her as qualified to sing with him. So any more, any that's, more validation that we need you know to, you've made it. Yeah. Any more validation uh, isn't necessary at that point. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, you've made it. Yep. Oh, there we go. There's your country song. You know, you've made it when you're with Michael Buble <laughs> singing on a duet of a Holiday. Oh, this is music for a holiday. Da 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 da. You know you've made it. Da 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 da. I don't know why they always have to follow that melody. By yeah, the way, they which do. I'm pretty yeah. sure I stole right from Reba McIntyre. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah, uh, that's great. But then the the country version would be like your your heart's broken. You've been uh, uh, you know stomped into the ground. And when you feel pain, you know you've made it. <laughs> See? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, that's how you do it. Right? There's the formula, everybody. In 2012, a duet with Lionel Richie was released. We'll talk about that in a minute. In 2012, Twain began a two-year residency at Caesar's Palace. Didn't see her there, but... Uh, there's a little part of me now that kind of regrets it. Yeah, if, if, that. if I'm if I'm down and she's she's there and I can afford a ticket, I might go. I'm not I'm yeah. not going to say that I I wouldn't think about it. Right, a year ago, six months ago, if I were in Vegas and there was like uh, the pit boss came over and said, "Hey, you've been playing craps for a long time. Here's two tickets to go see Shania Twain uh, tonight." You know, the you would have handed, you like, would have handed them to the woman next to you. Totally would have. She'd be like, oh my God, that's so great. I would have said, you want them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I would have kept them. Yeah. Uh, this is what, this, sure. is what our, this show does. It broadens our horizons and our minds. It does. It either, it either makes you really like a performer that you thought you would have hated, or it makes you hate a performer that you thought you might have, yeah. might have had a chance of liking. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, in 2017, she released the album Now. It's like she's all of a sudden getting ideas for album titles from Peter Gabriel or, or the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> and she's working with uh, Panic. Panic! Exclamation point. Uh, this was her first album, this, this Now album, was her first album in 15 years, her first new album. And I got to say, you know, before we even get into the details of this, uh, it's a new kind of mature sound for her that, I mean, she's not, not like she was a kid or anything, but it's, it's a very different 
kind of sound that I really, really like. And there's songs on there that could be Amy Winehouse's, like You Can't Buy Love Sounds Like an Amy Winehouse song. Roll Me, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a little bit, could be Imagine Dragons. She's There's just like Adele. There's a couple songs that sound like they could be Adele or even Billie Eilish. There's a surprising maturity to her voice and style on this album that I really, really like. This one, I think, will get some repeat play for me, surprisingly. I might not even tell people who I'm listening to and be like, oh, this is really good. I'm like, dude, this is Shania Twain. <laughs> so I'm surprised you're on the relationship that you can call them uh, Billy Eilish. I have to call them Mr. Er, William Eilash. <laughs> William Eilash. <laughs> I walked into my local like, record store and said, do you guys have the new William Eilash? <laughs> feels like, and they almost, feels kicked, like me, they almost kicked me out. It feels like something Dion Warwick would tweet. <laughs> I don't know who this new William Eilash is, but uh, yeah. Oh, the kids like the William Eyelash. Dion, Dion Warwick tweets, probably uh, could be the one thing that saves it from Elon Musk. Anyway, uh, so Shania's voice for the album, no, could have actually been affected by Lyme disease. That actually might be why we hear a more, a more earthy kind of sound to her. She also stated that this was her most personal album. The reviews were mixed with some speaking negatively of the lyrics and her diminished vocals. See, and I think it did, I, I don't think yeah. it's diminished. I think they're different. And I, diminished is a, a harsh word for changing your vocal style uh, as as you grow, as you get older, as things change in your body, whether it be sickness or just age. I mean, diminished yeah. is a rough description of it. It is, yeah, yeah. That's such a and that's such a harsh way of of saying it too. No, your voice has changed. Yeah, not. Diminished. I mean, like, uh, I'll throw it. I, I, I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to do it now. Uh, lead singer for Dream Theater had some issues with his throat, and his oh, really? voice has not really been the same since he had those issues. And, yeah. uh, you know, and it's caused some inconsistency with him live. It's caused, you know, some issues, but he's kind of sure. gotten a handle on it, and his voice has definitely changed uh, since that those events. And he's taken some heat for it, but it's not that it's bad. It, like, yeah. I dare you to sing that stuff. God, no kidding. Uh, no. Yeah. But at the same time, you're taking lumps or something that he had no control over, just like Shania had no control over getting sick and having her voice change or whatever went on. But yeah. it, it, come on, lighten up, folks. It is exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think it sounds great. And I think, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, again, I've said this before with, with Up, but this might be, this might be my favorite Shania album. Yeah. Cool. It debuted at the top of multiple charts and eventually reached number one in multiple countries. Life's about to get good. Swinging with my eyes closed. Who's going to be your girl? And we got something they don't were the four singles released. I don't remember hearing any of those, by the way. Obviously, you know, would have gone to stations that I don't listen yeah, to. Yeah, by 2017, you were in Serious World. And yes. I was too busy listening to things from my phone. So it wasn't like I was... It's a good thing that I no. To be honest with you, it's a really good thing that I've I've so we've doing the show because between yeah. Beyond the Playlist, which introduces me to new, new music all the time, and this show yeah. taking me through artists that I wouldn't typically go looking for, the ability to keep my her, my windows open 
to yeah. a, a wider spray of music like it used to be when I was a kid. It's been really good because as you get older, that window starts to narrow. And, mm-hmm. you know, at some point you're listening to the same seven bands that you listened to in high school, but they're just releasing new things. So it sounds just like they did when you were in high school. Right. Yeah, it's true. And and you start, you know, what used to be like, oh, listen to this radio station and you hear all the new music and it's and it's across like 12 genres. Yeah. Now I listen to a thing that tell, shows me the new music, but it only shows me like only gives me like new indie music yep. or new. Uh, that's it. I think that's pretty much it. New indie music. Yeah. So you don't get all the new pop and the new disco and the new blah blah blah. It's um, very narrow. I have to thank the mailing list I'm on doing an interview show because they have <laughs> continued to keep oh, me abreast sure. of the of the things that are coming out. Yeah, I'm sure, which is great. That's kind of what you uh, what you want yeah. for sure. She, uh, second residency in Vegas started in 2019, but thanks to COVID, thanks COVID, it got postponed. In 2022, a Netflix documentary was released on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) On Hulu. On Hulu, called (laughs) Not Just a Girl. It was released in conjunction with a compilation album that had one new track. And again, I might hunt this down and watch it. Oh, me too. I think I will. Yeah. Yeah. This maybe we do this as one of our. Um, well, I still haven't picked a movie, so maybe we just pick this oh, one. Let's just watch this. Good, why don't we, let's just yeah. pick this? Yeah. yeah, sure. Done and done. This will blow Tina's mind. Hey, you know what we're going to watch tonight? We're going to watch a documentary <laughs> about Shania Twain. She's like, yeah, yeah, really. What, what stupid Marvel thing are we going to watch, really? And I'm like, no, no, it really is a uh, Shania Twain. By the way, I will also throw this out there. I just finished the documentary for uh, the Pez Man or the Pez Outlaw. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. I just finished it right before we hit record. Right before we got on this call. Oh, funny. Is it on Netflix? Where did you see it? Netflix. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I'm putting that on my list. It's really, really good. Really good. Cool. Is it a documentary where I won't feel like humanity is going to hell? No, actually, it's actually, no, it's actually, it's the guy who's the main character ends up being kind of a decent dude who loves his wife and was just trying to make an impact in the world because he was at a job where he couldn't. And oh, cool. Who okay. knew that the that Pez would have like an evil side to it? But yeah. this documentary kind of paints Pez in a uh, almost Darth Vadery role. Oh gosh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's some like they. I never thought anybody would say anything bad about like the Pez company. It's like oh, <laughs> I'm not saying that. anything bad because there was right. an old president. They used to call him the president. Yeah. The president? Okay. <laughs> Jeez. All right. No no more because yeah. I don't want any spoilers. Okay. I'm right. totally watching this. Also, a brand new album is coming out this year called Queen of Me. As of the recording of this episode, only like a handful of uh, tracks are available to listen to. And I have to admit, I haven't listened to any of them. I wish I would have beforehand. But I, I listened to a couple and I like them. I like really? them a lot. Cool. Yeah. I'm not going to transfer my love of, of like mushroom head over to Shania Twain. Well, of course not. But I can say without any hesitation that if someone said, Hey, I got tickets to a Shania Twain show, I'm in. Or if, if I had the opportunity to go, I would. If someone said, Hey, uh, 
I'm getting in the car. Do you want to listen to Shania Twain or do you want to listen to something else? I'd pick Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, totally with you. Can, can call me a convert. I'm in. <laughs> I know. Well done. See, this is this is when, uh, it, I mean, it's always fun to record soundography, but it's these gems, like when we discover, like, all right, here's an artist I never in a million years would have listened to, let alone liked enough to say, yeah, I'd see him in concert if, well, like I, Zach if Brown. I got cheap tickets. Zach, Zach Brown Brown's is another, another one. Good one. Yeah. If we, if, David Brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Streetlight Manifesto. Mm-hmm. Love those guys. Yep. I totally see them if they ever came to concert. All right, Hammond, tell me some statistics and general notes for Shania. Okay, so she sold over 100 million records. This makes her the best-selling female artist in country music. And I didn't look it up, but it probably puts her up there as far as female artists at large. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. This also places her as one of the best-selling artists of all time. Oh, look at that. I guess I did look it up, but I didn't look up exactly how much. (laughs) (laughs) She's also the queen of country pop. And I think that the only successor to the throne might be Taylor Swift. But I think there might be a fight in the store if, if, I mean, gosh, imagine the, the tour lineup if the two of them decided to go on tour. Oh, it'd be huge. It'd be like, it'd be like Metallica, like, it'd be like Metallica and Guns N' Roses back in the day. Right. Minus right. the temper tantrums and fist fights in the audience. <laughs> and Taylor, you know, you could argue Shania wins this because she released more country albums. Because well, she's got reach. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> she does just for, like from a physical height yeah, difference. Yeah. Is that what yeah, you're talking she's about? Got yeah, reach. No <laughs> uh no, but like just the number of country albums yes. that Shania released versus the number of country albums Taylor released before she went fully pop. She'd be, I would love to, love to do uh, Taylor Swift for the show. Yeah, like, we could do that next year. Listen to her music. We could do that next year. Let's do that next season. <laughs> yeah. Next, all right. Cool. Totally in. All right. All anyway, right. Sorry, uh, let's different. see. She is also the leader of the 90s country pop crossover stars. I mean, there are a bunch of them, but she seemed to be yeah. the tip of the spear. Faith Hill, probably another one in that list. Uh, Garth Carrie, Brooks. Carrie Underwood was early 2000s, but still in that yeah. same bracket. It's weird how, yeah. how, yeah, I think there's a few. The Woman and Me won the Grammy for the Best Country Album, as well as the Academy of Country Music's Album of the Year. It's the ninth best-selling album in the U.S., and worldwide is the 16th best-selling album. Wow. Uh, as of 2020, Come On Over has sold more than 40 million copies. She has acted in four movies and appeared as herself in six other TV shows. And like I said earlier, it's hard to pick songs for our playlist when she's releasing eight to 10 of the songs on her album as singles. I'm having to look right now to see what movies she's played in. Oh, I Heart Huckabees, of course. Yeah. I've never seen about that. that. Uh, you should. It's really good. Okay. She was actually act. She acted in that. Interesting. All right. Or was she just no? She appeared as Shania Twain. I was thinking, oh, maybe she appears on the soundtrack or something. But uh, I'm just looking to see. Oh, she does play herself in I Heart Huckabees. She's in Trading Paint, a movie called I Still Believe. She does the voice of Mrs. Potts in the Beauty and the Beast uh, 3D Celebration uh, last year. Huh. Very good. Yeah. Not sure she's. I, I'm sorry. Uh, Angela Lansbury is always going to be Mrs. Potts to me. Yeah, for sure. Well, 
anything new. Probably won't have Angel Lansbury. Yeah, no, in it. I, no, of course not. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get around that. It's, it's hard to top. It's hard to top Angel Lansbury yeah. is the voice yeah. for sure. But with right. her history, so, with her history, is Mrs. Lovitz made Mrs. Potts seem a little bit more sinister when I first saw the movie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Was that the one from Manchurian Candidate? No, Mrs. Lovitz. Oh. She used to Sweeney Todd makes meat pies out oh, of people. Oh, gotcha. Okay, because she was also like really bad at in uh, like evil in yeah. uh, Manchurian no. Candidate. She was cannibalistic and money grubbing in. Sweeney well, Todd. okay, that's that kind of does top top uh, her sinisterness. Anyway, uh, all right. Let's say you get to uh, see Shania Twain in concert. What is the one song you're guaranteed that she's going to perform? All right. Well, I think she's going to perform all of these, but the one that I think is going to top the list. Uh, so you're still the one, any man of mine, that don't impress me much. And then uh, my my choice for a winner is Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Well, you just named the top four songs <laughs> with Man, I Feel Like a Woman being number one. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, filling out the top 10, whose bed have your boots been under? That's a hard, whose bed have, have yeah, I almost want to say has, but it's boots, plural. Whose bed have your boots been under? Yeah, I mean, she paid attention to grammar, which a lot of lyricists don't pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're not in it for love, I'm out of here. Don't be stupid. You know I love you. Honey, I'm home. And from this moment on. Those are the top 10. By the way, the most covered song in concert is... Love, oh, Gun, wow. Kiss. No, sorry. Uh, no, but it's also surprising. Carrie Ann by the Hollies. Oh, wow. such a great song. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Fix You by Coldplay. There's some great choices in here. It's like, wow, I want to hear some of these covers. Yep. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Foxy Lady by Jimi Hendrix. Maybe we need to have a, put this, when we put this in the ether, maybe the request to do an other people's music album could be also oh, put out that. in the ether, like a oh, songs that inspired yeah. me kind of album. For sure. She does uh, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. She does Stressed Out by 21 Pilots. No way. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is uh, like, man, I know I want to see her in concert more than ever. <laughs> Knowing that there's the possibility of a 21 Pilots concert. I wonder if there's a mashup out there that's for uh, Friends in Low Places and Heathens mashed up. It feels like those would go to well go well together, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I feel like there's a mashup yeah. in there somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of covers, let's talk about who we would like to hear Shania cover. And uh, I'll go first. Uh, mine is from uh, a cover of a song by the band Haim. Number one, I love the band Haim, unapologetically. They covered Shania's That Don't Impress Me Much. I think they even changed like the, the, the Brad Pitt reference to somebody else current or, oh, so, you, oh, so you're Timothy Chalamet or something. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Uh, so this is, you know, I always love these, like you covered my song. I'm going to cover yours kind of crossovers, but the song, the steps by, uh, Haim, uh, musically already and lyrically already feels like it could be a Shania song. So 
God, it would be just a perfect one for her to cover. You, uh, if you have not seen the video for the steps by Heim, it's worth checking out and hearing the song be like, oh, I could totally hear Shania doing this song. Uh, plus, it's just it's fun watching the the Heim sisters spit lipstick all over a bathroom mirror. There's something kind of weird and cool about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Evan? Uh, mine's kind of on the kind of on the nose, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I once I heard once I nose. thought of it once once I thought of it, I'm like I can't not write this down. Uh, yeah. It's uh, I'm just a girl from No Doubt, sure. uh, and I really think that her take on this would be a really fun one because she'd throw in uh, country tinges and tastes, and then when you think about her and her experiences and her kind of her journey. I feel like they yeah. would layer all that in to the cover. And it, I mean, the video for it alone could be really kind of interesting, but I think the, her performance of it would actually have a, like a poignant touch to it almost. Oh, for sure. And, and you know, the, obviously the, the no doubt original, like, like Shania's was, uh, would be, was, um, you know, like a sarcastic, like, Oh, I'm just a girl and yep. I can't do this and I can't do that because blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So hearing Shania do that would be, you know, same kind of thing. She'd have to keep that sarcasm and sass, which, which is great. And I'm sure you were influenced because of the Netflix documentary being called not just a girl. I think it probably was. I think that probably yeah. did play into it. Uh, especially because my brain is so Alan Parsons when it comes to well, the section of the show. To quote Seinfeld, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> and also throwing it in, Alan Parsons, the I and the yeah. should totally nail. Of course you could cover that, of course, yes. <laughs> Hammond, we said we were done with that last season. <laughs> but I just want, uh, I want our, everyone to understand that I am not wrong. This is the perfect the, song for people to do. It is the most coverable song ever. Yeah. Let's get to our playlist. This is where we have uh, five or so songs that we would love for people to check out to kind of get a taste of the uh, performer as well as add to any greatest hits and and popular songs that maybe you're not familiar with. I'll start here. And my first one is the aforementioned, If You're Not In It For Love, I'm Out Of Here. It's the same old. from her self-titled debut album. And, and yeah, it's a single. Everything is <laughs> from her. Uh, but I just really like the sass of this song. Like, it's just got a very cool, you know, attitude to it. And I actually really kind of dig that. Up from the album of the same no- uh, same name, this is the title track from the Red Pop version, or the Red Album version. out a really good, fun, bouncy pop song. And uh, I really, really enjoyed Up a lot more than I ever thought I would. So I had to pull something from there. Number three, we kind of touched on it earlier. The duet that she did with Lionel Richie was she took basically the Diana Ross vocal part of Endless Love. No one else will do. 
And Lionel Richie redid a lot of his songs with new artists for the album Tuskegee. Now, the, the whole album is great. It would normally feel like a real money grab, but Lionel really added a lot to each of the covers on the album. It wasn't just, all right, now I'm going to do this one with Toby Keith. Now I'm going to do this one with uh, Chris Martin or whatever. He He really like chose something to make different about each version and and she sounds great on it it's a great cover uh number 4 comes from now because the whole time i'm listening to this album i'm looking at the the uh the, the itunes top menu bar and i'm saying am i really listening to a shania twain <laughs> album because this does not feel like a shania twain album this is one that actually felt like imagine dragons to me i really really liked it And then finally, it's one that you can only hear if you look it up on YouTube. I think it was for it was for a show that she did called Up Close and Personal, uh, maybe for VH1 or something like that. But it's her cover of "You Shook Me All Night Long." And it was a song that obviously little ha 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 was originally produced by Mutt Lang. So it's kind of funny for her to do that. The video itself is is kind of a little cringy just because it's that that stage performance thing that she has to do, that they all have to do or had to do back then. And uh, it's like, okay, yeah, it's just to show that she's, you know, I'm rocking it out with some ACDC. But uh, the harmonies are killer. And the fact that there's a violin in a cover of an ACDC song, really, I really, really like that. Well, you've, so. heard, of, you've heard Apocalyptica cover ACDC before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've heard numerous Thunderstruck covers that use... Yeah. You know, use that for the electric guitar part, use violin, and I really like that. But it's just so damn good. So yeah. there you go. Hammond, what are your what are your additions to the list here? So I picked Hole in the Bottle. This is a single she released with Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, there's okay. something just about it that I totally enjoyed. I really, really enjoyed that piece of music. And uh, it's one of, I have to admit, all five of these songs have yeah. ended up on my phone now. And <laughs> when I get in my car, I put right. it on shuffle and they pop up, I listen to them. So it's just nice. it's just the way things go. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. yep. Uh, Light of My Life from Tomorrow, now. You may still be out of reach. But someday. In the first, there's a different quality in her voice that I really, really dig. 
And again, these are all songs that once I heard them, I'm like, how, how have I not like gotten on this bandwagon sooner? No, this was a good choice. So like it, it, uh, when I was listening to this, uh, album, this was one of the songs I came into our document to, uh, to say, I would have picked this as well. So <laughs> I'm glad you picked it, but I totally would have stolen it had you not. Um, and again, yeah, like you said, I would not have recognized this as a Shania Twain song. And then Roll Me on the River for also from now. Down, play my favorites on the ride downtown. Love me tender on the This might be my favorite song of hers. It's really, really different. And it shows a, a variety in how she does things that I would not have expected if I hadn't been doing the show. I yeah. would have expected kind of a, man, I feel like a woman, uh, don't impress me much, one trick pony. Right. And yeah, this is not the case. a million times. Yeah, yep, exactly. not the case here. Uh, my next one is Quinn from Come On Over. There is an ease in her voice. This sounds so easy for her to sing. Like it shows that uh, the song shows that she also can do pop and her, it, the voice just feels effortless as she's doing this. This another good choice. Again, another one that I popped into the spreadsheet to enter into my list of choices and you already <laughs> grabbed it. So I'm like, all right, good choice. <laughs> And then I didn't my, have any problem filling out my list, so I'm glad. Uh, no, and that's a, that's the thing is when when we have artists like this, and sometimes we have yeah. a lot of overlap. Yeah. It is hard because there's not many things to pick from, but in this totally. case, that really wasn't hard to go. Yeah, I've got all alternatives. I know exactly. Like there have been times where it's like, oh God, he picked that one already, and there's nothing else I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then then we talk about it. And we both we both include that in our playlist. Yep. Yeah. All right, my last one is Crime of the Century, which is not a, uh, oh my gosh, Super, super Tramp cover. Tramp? Yeah, not a yeah. Super Tramp cover, but it is this <laughs> rollicking, bluesy country tune. And it yeah. just shows how much she's grown and just how versatile she can be. And again, yeah. I, I never would have known that if we hadn't done this episode. So I'm glad we did it. And I'm glad it lined up in in like Shania time because. <laughs> <laughs> it like, you know, totally fell into the, to, to her the second coming or third yeah. coming or yeah. whatever, whatever coming this is of Shania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. This was a good, this was a fun one this week. Like, uh, do I like her more than other artists we've covered on the show? Definitely not. But do I, is, am I impressed with how, how much I regarded her before and how much I regard her music now? Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, like, all right. It's moved, is... it's moved from, oh, look, it's that song again to, oh, right. I want to know what else she's done. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, this it's so cool when stuff like this happens with this show. And I'm glad we both had that moment because I was. Yeah, I been, thought I was going to be. If one of them was like, "Dude, this I really like this." Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, I was really thinking I was going to be earth shattering to come yeah. out and say I actually had a really good time, and then have you go, "Oh man, this was rough." That was. That was why I was Thunderstealer at the beginning. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I was ready to lay it out there and go, man, I, I was, I had my expectations completely blown away. All right. Well, this next week is one that I'm so excited about because they're one of my favorite bands. And uh, I don't know how much you're familiar with the, the, Hammond, how familiar uh, are you with Up the, until the, I did the notes, not very. Now I've cool. done the notes and listened uh, way more than I thought I should be. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot to get through. There is. There's a lot more than than one would expect. But it's, uh, like I said, it's one of my favorite. Really, it's my favorite artist. One of my favorite artists. I can't really call the the band because it's Matt Johnson and then whoever else is. In the room next to him. him. In the room with him. Exactly. Uh, the so, guy he met cool. at the pub. But the guy you met at the pub. Yeah, you want to come be <laughs> right. the the with me? But I'm going to guess that you really liked. Uh, naked self, but uh, we'll come back to that. Well, I guess we'll find that out next week, won't we? Yep. All right, then. Uh, Hammond, that's going to do it for this episode. Anything to, uh, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and say all my spiel stuff here. Yeah. Uh, listen, we always like hearing from you. Email us at soundographypodcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. If, you, if you're one of those, I like the brevity of the soon to be 4,000 characters of Twitter. Then follow us at, at uh, The Soundography on Twitter. We're also at soundography.com on the website. That's where you can find all of our previous episodes. We have somebody who reached out and said, Hey, my son is a big fan of such and such band. Is there, but that song, that, uh, that uh, show is not in your feed anymore. Uh, how can we listen to it? Well, you can go to the website. This happened this past week with Scott Johnson talking about Huey Lewis. And all of a sudden, that's what it was. There's a Huey yes. Lewis conversation that broke out on, on our Twitter feed. That exactly. That led yeah. to people pointing to the show. Yes, exactly. Which I love. Uh, you can listen to all of our previous episodes there. The reason the feed is, is only kept to the most recent 25 episodes is because we put so much stuff into the show notes. There's a size limit to uh to the size of a feed and uh it can crash some podcast uh receivers software some some podcast apps so that's the way you have to keep that thing kind of cool uh you can also check out the playlist for every episode we try and link that to our spotify list or link that to a spotify list that's got both of our choices in there and we also put a link to buy songs i'm going to i'm going to put a link to the up Red, blue, and green versions, even though I think you and I would both agree that now is a far superior album. Yeah, but I agree that the three the three is actually a great place to start because it gives you it an is. idea of versatility. It gives you an idea of different styles. It gives you an idea of willingness to experiment. It's kind of like all the things wrapped up into one set. It is. And it's such a, it's a clever idea for a concept yeah, album. It, it is. really is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, you can also support us by going to patreon.com slash soundography and throwing us a buck or two. We love the fact that you support us there and get all this extra content. We know, we hope you enjoy all the extras that you get as part of your soundography patronage. Uh, and of course, if you love our show, leave a review at the podcast 
uh, app of your choice and let people know you really dig it. We love seeing your your positive feedback on the show and we uh, read every piece of it that we get. Hammond, now I'll come to you and say, uh, anything to say before we close out this episode? I am glad we did this. I When I, when I suggested this a year ago, eight months yeah. ago, I yeah. kind of was like a, we haven't, we need to put a woman on the list. I mean, I was really kind of just going through the motions. Country. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of just going through the motions. And then uh, now that I've done this, I actually feel bad for kind of being kind of, I don't want to say dismissive, but almost not really putting a lot of thought into it. Cause this was really eye opening for me. This was one of the yeah, ones really that I'm going to remember as a, Hey Hammond, you're doing this for a reason. Shut up and actually do your job. <laughs> Right. Do you get those moments a lot? I do. Hammond? I do. Oh. I, I live in those moments of the shut up and do your job. Oh. It's because my boss, who I work for myself, is kind of a jerk yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Mine too. <laughs> God, I wish you would be a little bit nicer. Uh, well, good. Well, I'm, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad your boss got on you about that for this one too. So, very cool. Excellent. Well, be here next week for us as we cover the, the, and uh, that's going to do it on behalf of Hammond Chamberlain. This is Brian Abbott saying thanks for listening to us. We'll see you next time right here on Soundography. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.